Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Stuart? Stuart? Ah, third class he's missed. He's really going to have to make it up in the midterm. This week on the Story Song Podcast. everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Every episode on this show, we take you by the hand and walk <laughs> you through the wonderful world of a story song. And this week, we uh, we are the the older woman to your, uh, to your young college age self uh, as we walk you through Maggie May mm-hmm. by Rod Stewart. Uh, yeah, Roderick. What's Roderick. It, what, what, is it's, it Roderick? It is okay. short for Roderick, and I could not be more thrilled. <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's only talk about that for the next hour. <laughs> um, no, no, Maggie May, uh, Rachel. Yeah, tell us the story of this story song. Well, Dan, like you said, this is the story of a younger man who's in a relationship uh, with an older woman, and he's mm-hmm. torn about whether or not he should stay with her, and. Maybe go back to school or pursue something else. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's, and it's a conversation. It yes. But, but, it's, but it's, he's talking directly to her. Oh, yeah. Uh, and explaining the situation to her. Yeah. So I'm assuming pacing back and forth in their bedroom or something. Right. Yeah. It's a real status update on uh, <laughs> re our relationship. It's complicated. And, uh, yeah, exactly. He's going to change it to it's complicated. Yeah. Do you yeah, think he's yeah, yeah. pacing around the bedroom or do you think he's standing in front of a mirror um trying to get up the courage to have this conversation <laughs> with Maggie? Like practicing? Man? Yeah. I mean, maybe. Maybe Possibly. she's maybe she's asleep uh cuz the first line, who knows. Maybe maybe he's like um Maggie May, a minute of your time. No, Maggie May. Um <laughs> I've been mean No, Maggie May. Maggie May, I think I've got something to say to you. Yes, Maggie May, I think I've got there something to say to you. There we go. And he's like, Maggie May, Maggie May, I swear to say so much. Maggie May, Maggie May, Maggie May. <laughs> Maggie May. It doesn't sound and like a word. It's lost on me. Yeah, now it's lost on me. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? I'll do this tomorrow. I'll do it. Forget it. I got to wait. I got to wait. <laughs> I got to rest my mouth on it. You know? That's weird. <laughs> I can't say it anymore. Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say to you. It's late September and I This has a great opening, uh, if mm-hmm. I do say, just because it's, you know, 
You want that first line to really grab the listener. Sure. Uh, and he says, wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say to you. Right there. You're like, well, okay. First of all, am I Maggie? I yeah. guess I am. <laughs> okay. I guess. I'm not me. Maggie, but I'm intrigued. I'd like to hear where this is going. Let me yeah, sit exactly. down for this. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Or it's like overhearing a conversation in like, you know, a restaurant or something where it's like, all right, listen. Uh, <laughs> where I somebody falls talk. asleep right. at the table. No, was, well, and you're like, yes. wake up, Maggie. Sure. <laughs> wake up. No, I was going to say like. You fall you know, into your soup bowl. If 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 like if you hear somebody like I I think we I think we have to have a talk you know and then to your the person you're with you're like shut up shut up shut up I want, oh shh, yeah I want to hear this I want to hear, I want to hear this shh, be quiet be quiet you lean Hold back on. you lean back in your chair towards them <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the person in front of you is talking you're like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can't hear a thing you're like I don't nope. know what they're saying I'm gonna see what they're saying <laughs> here but keep talking so they think I'm talking to you but I'm really listening okay don't look but don't look. But, but <laughs> don't don't let them know you're like look look the woman's really mad she's really mad about something what well, he's oh, oh i think he's cheating on her yeah okay okay don't don't look don't look don't look don't look wait wait, wait don't, okay, look, don't look all right don't look now look now okay look back look back don't look don't go, okay don't look, back. Don't look now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now run, run, run. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, we're not paying for this meal. Run, run out, run out. <laughs> Uh, she just grabbed uh, a wine bottle and smashed it uh, against the table and now she's lunging at him do you think she's mad (laughs) so listen I will say this about these first two lines is this starts it off first of all the the song starts with incredible instrumentals there's like a a one part that was added on that we'll talk about in the backstory Uh, but then there's also the mandolin the first couple of seconds of the song Anytime I hear it, I'm like, is, what's, do I know this song? And then it right, right. actually yeah. starts. Yeah. Well, yeah. And again, we'll talk about it, but there's another, there's an additional intro that was added on later. But anyway, mm-hmm. but the mandolin part is what you're talking about, Michael, that is really great. Um, but what I was going to say is this first line of wake up, Maggie, I think I've got something to say to you is already setting it up so that he is torn about what to do. Right. He's clearly been awake all night. He just, he's not sure. He's not sure. He says, I think I've got something to say I to you. I think I got something. Yeah. So yeah. he's not even sure what he's going to do about it at this right. moment, even when he starts talking to her. Well, this whole song is him like working it out. Right. Yes. Like he yep. doesn't, he, he, to, to, to totally destroy Michael's mirror theory, which guys, I think at this point we can admit, what a huge whiff on that. <laughs> no. um, but I don't think he hasn't, he hasn't planned this out. Right. right. And like Rachel said, he's been, he's been probably up all night going back and forth. And finally he's like, ah, I just got to say something. But he, he's sort of like, it does feel like after the, at the end of this, and I don't mean to jump to the end, but like, if she, just with one word, his whole resolve would crumble. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he doesn't, he's very oh, wishy-washy th- and I think on does. what he's going to do. Okay. I, I, okay. Think it, I think she just goes, you done? And it's over. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's over. Yeah, so. She's like, she's like, give me coffee. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'm sorry, Maggie. You're right. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, wake up, Maggie. So, and again, a great, like, total three words setting the scene. Wake up, Maggie. So, she's asleep, obviously. <laughs> but, like, um, it's setting the scene, right? They're in bed. Uh, she's asleep. He's been, he's been thinking about this and he's like, wait, I can't wait anymore. Wake up. 
Because I got, I got also because the thing it's like he could wait for her to wake up, right, right. and do this. But he's like, I, I if I don't say this now, I'm gonna lose my nerve. So I need you to wake up so I can so I can say this to you. Yep. Um. Now again, you have to remember the other side of the conversation was just what? what? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I was but, resting. It's is Sunday, right? I don't have to get up. I'm gonna go back to sleep. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Shh, Raj, shh, Is this school day? That. Is this school day? Uh, <laughs> what? I was just having what? the most marvelous dream. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'm naked in school. Oh, well, that was a dream. Oh, okay. No, I'm here. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I had a dream um, that I was on tour with Rod Stewart. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say to you. It's late September, and I really should be back at school. Um, so he's playing hooky yeah. from, from school, uh, basically, I guess it's not, I guess it's not called hooky when you're in college. I didn't have a, it seemed like, it seems like pre 19, let's say pre 1980, mm-hmm. right? It, there does seem more of a loosey goosey come and come as you go sort of policy <laughs> for college, right? I always feel yeah. like a lot of movies, people are are leaving college early. They're yeah. coming in late. Like, it just seemed to be a lot of like, eh, as long as you're here, like whatever, right. it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. What, you miss half a semester? It's fine. I mean, there's not nearly as much history, uh, no. world history as, as there will be in the future. So you can just, you can skip a few classes. Yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. You, yeah. It's fine. Show up for but the yeah. final and that's all we care about. But my question is, isn't anyone like, hey, Rod, where are you? School has started. Uh, you've missed the first three classes. Like, what? what is the plan here? He's just going to hang out at Maggie's house? Well, I think to that he says, my internship went long, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> right, sure. And everybody's like, sure, I sure, get sure. it, I get it. He met an older woman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know your tuition is non-refundable, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, you miss those classes, exactly. you miss those classes. This is not cheap. Right. It's one thing to, yeah, it's one thing to skip, uh, Skip class in high school, but uh, you are directly paying uh, for the stuff that you're now skipping out on. It yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. This isn't school where you could just miss a day. Yeah. <laughs> so it's late September. Do you think? Do you think he's? Do you think he's far from where his school is, or is he nearby? Like, does he have to like travel across the country to get back to school? I mean, is he staying at a dorm? Is his roommate worried about him? These are the questions I'm wondering. <laughs> These are the unanswered questions in Maggie May that keep Daniel up at night. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I think that he's far enough away that he can't just go there and back in a, you know, in a day. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 But I'm saying he's not like someplace he has to travel to. And and I think he's away. I mean, we'll we'll say this, but I mean, I think he's also uh, he's a I think he's also away from home wherever he's followed Maggie May somewhere. Right. And over the right, summer, right. he has, she has become his life. Right. This, yeah, this is definitely like his first time away from home. And, and, you know, maybe he went a little bit crazy. He's, he's sort of seeing the, the real world for the first time. And maybe is it making the best decisions? Yeah. Uh, at least for his education, maybe in other areas, he's making good decisions, but. Right. Um. So do you think but, his, uh, um. His roommate is just sitting there in the dorm room being like, look, if this guy doesn't show up, I'm putting my clockwork orange poster over his bed. I don't exactly. care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm put I'm I'm putting my clean laundry on that bed. Uh, he's got <laughs> three more days, and then that becomes my yeah, folding. He tells his because he, the roommate tells his friends says, "Listen, don't say anything to the, to the RA." But my roommate <laughs> did not come back. Yeah. So a huge party at my place. Right. B. I now have like a regular size bed instead of those weird full <laughs> those weird like twin XL beds. It's like a right. full XL bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm living yeah. the high life. I the guys, door. I push the two beds together, and yeah, I got like a full size bed now. Yes, occasionally, like once a week, I do fall through the crack and I wake up uh, <laughs> sliding onto the floor. But otherwise, it's awesome, it's you guys. Great, it's so guys. so great. So, and that's pretty much the best thing I can think to do in college is just have a bigger bed. So really, <laughs> there's it. not much. <laughs> that's it. Really, not much more that could happen. I pretty much cracked the code here. Um, turning his desk into a bar. <laughs> so we definitely like he's definitely somewhere in the northeast, right? I feel like Wait, I don't are, know why. Are we going by? I mean, I was thinking like the northeast of England. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that's I mean, true. right? Rod oh, Stewart's English. Yeah, this is an I, anyway. I was way just... to say this. You know, Rod Stewart is almost famously. <laughs> Of the British Empire, I would fair say. Enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sir well, I was gonna Roderick s- Stewart. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I was going to well, say this. It's like- actually Sir Roderick of Stewart. Right. <laughs> yes. I was going to say this just feels very like New England fall, right? No, it's like, Old England. Heavy. Okay. Fair enough. Again, fair enough. Fair it's, enough. It's original England. It's England 1.0. Okay. So <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. All right. So it's England, but it's still like it's heavy sweaters. You know what I mean? The leaves have changed. Yeah. Well, it's September. that feeling. It's that feeling. I'm just saying it's not Miami. No, right? No. Like it's it's definitely <laughs> it's in the northern the northern part of the northern hemisphere is, is what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he's closer to the North Pole than he is to say the equator. That's all I'm trying to get to. Dan, you know it's sweater I mean? weather. It's sweater weather. weather. It's sweater weather. weather. It's sweater, sweater weather. weather. Yeah, yeah. Dan, yeah, yeah. I, I, listen, your obsession on on what temperature and what kind of climate <laughs> songs take place in have really thrown a wrench in our in our format here. You're you keep pushing us trying to do a weather report midway through an episode, and I, I can't. You know, right? Well, especially when he does it during our Christmas episodes. It's like so. This is like Miami, right? This is this is <laughs> right. like hot hot Christmas. Well, no, what I was gonna Christmas? say was. Yeah, I've heard you say before, like, this is the stuff that keeps me up at night. I'm shaking my wife awake to say, I think I got something to say to you. I feel like it's probably like, what, 45 in Maggie May, do you think? (laughs) A little foggy? What do you think? I think I got something to say to you. The night the lights went out in Georgia, was it like humid? It was probably yeah, humid, think? right? It was like probably humid. That was probably like feels like a hot summer day, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! She's three pillows again. She did it to me again. <laughs> Can't say I blame her. Um. So anyway, so it's late September. Uh, here again, as as Michael said, in jolly old England. Um, and I really should be back at school. So now the the I do want to say the United Kingdom university system mm-hmm. is like a whole different world. So maybe they are a little bit more of like, look, you know, if you show up, you show up. If you don't, whatever. Who cares? I mean, you I know? feel like you still have to go. Oxford's, Oxford is really breezy about one piece. Right. <laughs> I was going to say. They, I mean, I'm just, my point is like the British just always have always seemed to be like really chill and laid back. You know what I mean? <laughs> just a lot of like, 
hey, if you show up 15 minutes late, it's it's fine. It's great. You know what I mean? They're all they're all like they're cool about it. That's what <laughs> that's what I would say whenever anyone talks about the British. Like, hey, they're cool. They're, don't worry about <laughs> it. Um. Okay. So he says, I know I keep you amused, but I feel I'm being used. Oh, Maggie, I couldn't have tried anymore. I I I was gonna save this to the end, but yeah. what is he trying? Like, what is is what is she asking of him throughout this well, entire time? That he he says I'm clearly it's what he's saying is I know I'm just a plaything to you, right. um, but I really tried what to make the relationship work to amuse her. Is he a clown to her? Is he, <laughs> how is he amused? I think he tried to get her to love him. Okay. To make it yeah. a genuine relationship as opposed to um, him being something that amuses her. Got it, right. got it, got it. And yeah. something, I mean, this, this, I think from Maggie's point of view, or at least this is what Rod thinks, that this is purely a physical relationship. Right, right. right. And so he was, he was, he feels something more and he doesn't think that she does, um, which he's probably right about, but yeah. we can talk about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, in some way like this, this, I, I guess back before I was sort of more worldly, uh, than I am now. And, and not that I'm, I guess my point is, I just always thought it was, it was really funny how, how sort of like brutal these opening lines are he's like i know i keep you amused right <laughs> which is like what a weird thing to say to someone you know yeah. what i mean like it's literally like look i know i'm essentially like a kitten uh that you <laughs> that you occasionally play with and then forget about for a while but um yeah i know i keep you amused but i feel i'm being used um and again like you said like he's he's looking for something more and she's like oh yeah 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 mm-hmm. but she's she's never gonna get there and maybe she's um, what she's saying is when he says I'm feeling being used. Maybe she's saying, "Oh no, you know what? This isn't just physical. This is no. This is going right. somewhere. Right? Yeah. This is. I see a future for us. Yeah. yeah. Or you know, or something along you know of like, ah, you're just a kid. You oh, know, that's true. You, yeah. What do you know? You yeah. know, right? Like, what else do you, you? What else would you want? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, he's 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 growing up fast. Well. Um, I, I mean, not to, not to throw in like, you know, uh, expanded universe stuff here, but I mean, I assume she's some sort of Pied Piper, right? That is cause, cause he <laughs> says you, you led me away from home. Yep. Uh, so somehow she bewitched him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I assume because his parents didn't pay for her rat catching services. Uh, this is, I'm just throwing this out here. This is what I'm saying. Again, it's England. So that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think yeah. he's saying here that he followed her anywhere. I think, um, they met at a gas station and he was like, okay. excuse me, can you give me directions <laughs> to school? And sure. she was like, yes, let me lead you towards right. your, your <laughs> university. I will lead you away from home to your university by giving you these directions. Uh-huh. Right. Exactly. And I'm going that way anyway. I don't want to be alone. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Right. So he says, you led me away from home just to save you from being alone. You stole my heart. And that's what really hurt. That's brutal. Oh, it's rough. Man, lighten up, again, Rod. He... <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Hey, hey, Rod, how about you just have like a quick friends with benefits and then you get back to school on time? Yeah. All right, let's not, <laughs> let's not overthink here, this. Buddy. This is a summer, this is a summer thing. Do you not know how this thing, how this works? Exactly. Um, this is summer you, Maggie's like, look, home. had yeah. me a blast. <laughs> Happened so fast. But uh, get back K- to school. KIT, KIT, keep in touch. All right, thank you, Rod. Uh, <laughs> and also like, yeah, what is Maggie when he's like, you led me away from home just to save you from being alone. Do you think Maggie's Maggie's like, let's slow our roll here. First of all, I'm an independent woman. I'm not alone. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm alone, not lonely. Uh, right. Second of all, nobody led you anywhere. Don't make it out like that. This was you right. were in you were in on this. Yes. Although and I'm not defending right here, but I think the thing is, like, again, he's young. Right. This is his first right. love. And I think potentially what he's feeling is that she took advantage of that. She right. knew that he was he was going in too hard and she let it happen right. because that meant he would hang around all summer. Sure, um, sure. And you know, and do the gardening while uh right. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Uh, but But yeah, he, you know, she became the pool boy. He, she wasn't right. having an affair with the pool boy, but <laughs> She right. made him into a pool boy. It was exactly. reverse it pool was... boying. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you're going to exactly. stick around, you might as well clean the pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say. It started as like a hot affair. And then yeah. by the end, he was like, I mostly am just vacuuming your pool at this point. Like, <laughs> That's it. That's it. So, yeah. I, you told me to put on a shirt while I was <laughs> while I was cleaning the pool. I feel like this this is completely going in back. We're Benjamin buttoning yeah. uh, the, <laughs> the, the normal yeah. the normal uh, hot divorcee pool boy relationship. Yeah. Wh- We're completely going backwards here. When's the last time that you brought me a lemonade and it didn't lead to sex? I mean, I mean, it <laughs> did lead thing. to sex. I mean, now right. it's just lemonade is lemonade, and that's not right. that's that's not how what how I thought this was going to go. I don't even like, I don't particularly like lemonade. Also, I don't want to say anything, but I feel like each time you're using less lemons. Like, I really feel <laughs> like the quality, even the quality of the lemonade has gone down significantly uh, since this all started. This so. is also, sugar water yeah. with a hint of lemon. I mean, le- is, this, is this crystal light level with me, Maggie? Come on. Is this what we're doing now? Is this what we're down to? Also, did you leave that application for that pool cleaning company on my desk? Are you just telling me to go into a trade and not go back to college? Is that what you're saying? Her whole, you know, like in the old days when they would like kidnap people and make them like go on pirate ships or whatever. Like she's that, but for a pool cleaning company. She's just, every That's every right. summer she kidnaps a new a new young boy and turns them into a pool cleaner. Oh my god, oh, man! Yeah, look, it's late so, September in Northern England. I'm gonna have to cover the pool, so you you don't need to be here anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's you might as yeah. well go back. Way um, too cold yeah. for the pool right now. Yeah. So she stole his heart. So she, he was in love with her. I think you're right, Dan. Like this was. I think, this he, is, I think what it is is he was infatuated with her in the beginning. He thought mm-hmm. it was love. Maybe he still thinks it's love, but he's coming to this crossroads where do I go back to my regular life, or do I stay here and clean pools for this older woman? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think well, he's he's at the point right now. The crossroads is, um, I think he'd be willing to stay and even skip going back to school, but he's not really seeing a lot of return on investment. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the crossroads is like she doesn't feel about him the way he feels about her. He might as well go back to school. Got it. Yep. That's right. 
But at the same time, he also doesn't know how to leave. Right? Yes. Like he is, he, and we're going to get it. We're, this is going to put an even finer point on this in a little bit. But I mean, he's madly in love with her. I think he understands the score intellectually. Like he's like, she doesn't love me. And I am, should be back at school. I'm basically ruining my life every second longer that I stay here. Yeah. But I'm also like, I'm not like infatuated with you. I like, or at least, at least he thinks he is truly in love with her. Also, like, we don't know how much older she is. Right. Um, so if this is going to be an ongoing, even if this were to turn into an ongoing relationship, there would still be other problems on top of that. Right. Right. Like, you know, sure. for instance, introducing Maggie to his parents. Right, <laughs> and they're right. like, hey, here's Maggie. Uh, she's two years older than you. So. <laughs> well, you remember. You guys be went cool to college about it. together. Right. So. You guys remember. You remember. She was a senior when Maggie. you were freshman. You remember that? <laughs> I actually, I had always assumed that Maggie was like a friend of his mother's or something. Oh, really? I don't. There's no, there's no evidence of that. I, I just had. Uh, that's just what I'd always thought. I think but, that's called the graduate effect. I think well, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that is a I mean, we could talk about that now. How did he, how did he meet Maggie? Well, like, I, I mean, no, I could tell you the backstory, but I'm not okay, going well, to. I don't mean the actual. No. <laughs> I mean, like, what do we think in the context of the song? Like, how did he, how did he come into, how did they come into each other's orbit? If he's, if he's at school, who is Maggie? And well, how, he's how not did at he school. Get here? I don't think that but he's, I'm, I don't think he, I think this is a summer thing that he was. No, no, I know. Somewhere okay, I in see the summer. He, right, 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 right. And he maybe went on a trip. Okay, okay. ready? Here we go. This is yes. out of uh, nowhere. He went, All right, I'm ready. He went on a trip, maybe with some friends. Uh-huh. And he uh, struck up a conversation with an attractive yeah. older woman. And then he thought he was in love. His friends went back, and he stayed mm. there with Maggie May. Or, or his friends continued on backpacking, and he right. stayed on with Maggie May. Okay. All right. I like that. That's it. She's just random. Like I think she's just random and he just thought that he lady. was yeah. He just thought he was in love. Hey, uh hey Rod. Uh I think Maggie really likes you. Maybe you should like <laughs> hang out and talk with her. Shh. Be cool, be cool. I know this is weird, but I'm playing the long game. I'm trying to get a lo- larger bed at school. I think this is really it's gonna work out. It's gonna work out. It sounds like a long shot, but I really think this is gonna work out for me. Um, no, they, I'll, never I'll, underestimate what people will do for a nicer dorm room. Yeah. No, I'll cover. Exactly. I'll cover for you. I'll cover for you. Do you want to give me your um your card and your money for your meal plan? Uh, right. just so I could keep it safe. I'll just keep it safe for you. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> uh, Rod's not here right now. Um, right. What if? Yeah. What if Rod's he's like gonna like way weekend better? at Bernie's? Rod. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, what if what yeah, if he's, a, like, he's he's at school. He's just he's not going to classes right now. Hold on a second. Hey Rod, something on the phone. Yeah, tell him call back later. Yeah, Rod's gonna call you back later. He'll 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 definitely call you back later. You think Rod like maybe he was doing better in school and this guy's like just stealing his roommates is stealing his life. He's just yeah. showing up to his classes. <laughs> Be like, yeah, I'm Rod Stewart. Look, it's nineteen seventy one. How are you gonna prove it? Yeah, There's nothing me. you can do about <laughs> it. If I say I'm him, then I'm him. There's nothing you can do about it, all right? The morning sun when it's in your face really shows your age. But that don't worry me not in my eyes, you're everything. I laugh at all of your jokes. My love, you didn't need to coax. Oh, Maggie, I'm 
Now, every, I feel like every time I listen to this song, this next line catches me <laughs> yeah. off guard. It shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I've heard this song a thousand times. But every time I'm like, wow, that's really the next line, huh? Because the next line is, the morning sun, when it's in your face, really shows your age. Oh, way, okay. way uh, to romance a gal. <laughs> oh, Rod. Uh, <laughs> but that don't worry me none. In my eyes, you're everything. So I feel so I feel like those I think he's trying to talk himself out of being in love with her. So he's saying yes. that first line is him just saying, listen, you're older. And you know what? When in the in the light of day, I could see that you're older, but I don't I don't care. Who am I kidding? I don't care. Right. I love you so much, Maggie. <laughs> I love you so much. So I, <laughs> that's what he thinks he's saying. What he's actually saying <laughs> yes. is Maggie. Do you moisturize? Because that would not right. be a bad idea. <laughs> oh, okay, I like old. this. I like this. Now Rod is playing the long game as a moisturizer salesman. Yep. Is that, is that <laughs> yeah. what we're thinking? That's right. I yeah. have a line of products I would like to show you, Maggie. <laughs> and meanwhile, he's getting he's getting uh, calls from from Avon, being like, "Look, Rod, you can't spend three months on one sale, man. You got you got to. <laughs> this is not how it works." <laughs> it's Joe Gillis and Norma Desmond. He just showed up at her <laughs> yeah. house. Yeah. And just yes. stayed there. Um, what I always find interesting about this line is whenever I hear it, you always anticipate the morning sun when it's in your face. It's like, oh, he's going to tell her how lovely she looks. Yep. And right. Right. Exactly. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> when the light actually hits you, you look like hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> perfection let right. me ask a question you know those shades that sort of diffuse the sunlight can we get <laughs> right. those in the bedroom uh, we don't no. i mean blackout curtains would be perfect but if we could just get the shades that diffuse the light that'd be great i'm saying that, that you could be a movie star but like the kind that uses like the filter on the lens right. where you can't really see <laughs> the movie star at least when the lights are on mm. i know i keep asking this are you tired <laughs> your face looks tired you know what i mean oh my god are you getting enough sleep i know i keep waking you up to talk to you but maybe that's maybe that's I it think... partially it's my fault i guess <laughs> okay i guess i guess thinking about it maybe it's my fault because i keep waking you up you just yeah yeah you just you look like an old tire i don't i don't know how else to <laughs> tell you this um yeah i mean i i think you know i think it's what i always took this line as meaning like look he's like the sun went in your face it really shows your age like He's what, twenty one, maybe twenty, uh, yeah, twenty one. I think he's younger. I think he's like uh, nineteen or twenty. That's my. And guess. so how old? I guess. I guess what I'm saying is, I feel like Maggie is old enough where it's not even like let's not even pretend. I mean, if she's like forty five, you know what I mean? Like she's I, like, look, I'm I'm a I'm I'm older. It's yeah. it's fine, you know. And he's like, look, I realize that I shouldn't be with someone like you. Like this is right. crazy. Like, and every once in a while, it hits me how much older you are than I am. But in my eyes, you're everything. I can't, I can't, the heart wants what it wants. You know what I mean? Uh, listen, so. this is the first, this is the first, uh, the first moment where I'm pretty sure I'm going to make my, uh, my stand that uh, Maggie May, the person speaking to Maggie May is actually Buster Bluth from Arrested Development. So <laughs> okay. anyway, 
I, it's a three-parter, so this is the first. Right. This is the first part. Okay, I love it. Anyway, that's all. That's all I had to say about that. Hey, Maggie. Um, so, <laughs> uh, the morning silence in your face really shows your age. That don't worry me none. In my eyes, you're everything. Okay. So then he says, "I laughed at all your jokes. My love, you didn't need to coax." Oh, Maggie, I couldn't have tried anymore. Mm-hmm. So do you think when he says I laughed at all your jokes, he means they weren't funny, but he laughed at them anyway? So <laughs> that's why he tr- that's what he was trying. He was like, I, tr- I laughed at all your jokes. Or does he just find her so amusing? Because the I next line with he's... my love, you didn't need to coax is, you know, he, I... he knew what was up. He fell so right. hard. That's, I mean, I think in some ways that's the thing is his eyes were open from the start and yet he still, he still fell in love with her. Right. Yeah. Cause I think when he, when he says, I laughed at all your jokes, I think he means like, I legitimately was laughing. I like, he's like, it was never fake on my side. Like maybe you were pretending to laugh at my jokes, uh, to like, you know, to, to pull me into your spider web or whatever. But like. I was always, it was always legitimate for me. Like, I, I yeah. laughed at all your jokes. You're, my love, you didn't need to coax. I do want to say one thing. Rod, love you. That line's a little awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, 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 again, you're, you're doing Yoda talk to make that rhyme work. That's all the thing I'm going to say. Yeah, there's, um, there's this thing in, in certain songs where we just, like, put the verb at the very end of the sentence <laughs> right. so that it, again. look, it rhymes, everybody, but does yeah. it? Does it? though i mean it does it's just does does that line work or um was it worth it It was it worth it (laughs) that's the question exactly could you find a better a better line to go there i'd like to think he's saying like i I laughed at all your jokes you never laughed at my jokes like you remember that joke i just told about how old and terrible you look (laughs) as soon as i can see you that could be that was funny wasn't that funny maggie i'm trying to make it here as an insult comic Uh, (laughs) Let me try again. Uh, uh, when you're outside, you're you're a real old ugly broad, right? Is that what, is that funny? That's good, right? No, you're not laughing. I don't know why I did wrong. Maggie May is so old. How old is she? <laughs> right. that, that's, She's goes, so old goes, that she shouldn't be out in daylight because she looks terrible. <laughs> Isn't that funny, Maggie? <laughs> Do you have I, no I, one I, else that you can try this material out on? <laughs> Uh, I thought you were going to say, like, Maggie May is so old. How old is she? No, I was like, okay, this is the part where you say, how old is she? No, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not doing, doing that, Rod. Sorry, Rod. It's I'm not, not doing happening. it again. Maggie May looks so <laughs> terrible in daylight. Right. I don't know. How, how terrible do I look in daylight, Rod? Right. Real bad. <laughs> they really shouldn't be out in daylight. <laughs> Okay, the setups are good. I'm gonna construct <laughs> criticism. The setups are good. The punchlines, I know. They Rod. need they need work. They gonna, need work. They need some serious work. Gonna really need to workshop these, Rod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, my jokes here's, are way funnier, Rod. Anyway, here's the phone number for Bruce Valanche. Get back to me when you speak <laughs> to Bruce, and we'll see. We'll see. Right. You guys go to college together, so you. <laughs> um. Maggie, I couldn't have tried anymore. So, I mean, again, he's just saying, like, look, I was being totally open emotionally here. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and you were not. So, or 
Yeah, I think that's what he's saying. I was gonna say, or or if he, I mean, almost obviously, be like, I couldn't have tried anymore to not fall in love with you, mm-hmm. right? I tried to keep this uh, uh, a purely physical thing, and I just, I just can't. I just can't. I'm, I'm falling for you hard, Maggie. Um, rough. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you you led me away from home. Just to save you from being alone. Well, we've already done this part, so I guess I can move on. Oh, no, wait. You stole my soul, and that's a pain I can do without. She's a a succubus. I know. Well. She's a succubus. No, we learned. What is? Yeah, a succubus. Is a female incubus. incubus. Oh, right, right. The man was an incubus. That's right. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's a succubus. She stole his soul. Stole his soul. Yeah. It's how she stays young. (laughs) <laughs> Except in the sunlight. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? Like she has like a yeah. glamour and like with when yeah. the light hits it it shows through the magic. Yep. No, She's I think really... what it is is <laughs> I think he didn't fall in love with Maggie. He fell in love with a uh painting of Maggie that <laughs> she keeps in the attic. Right. Painting yep. looks great. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh... This painting keeps uh, getting younger, Maggie. I don't know right. what's going on with you. <laughs> right, 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 yeah, yeah. Did I do that wrong again? Oh, my God. <laughs> what, I have what to is work it? on my spells. <laughs> what is the what is the name of that? I can't remember what's the name of that book. Dor- of uh, Dorian Gray? Dorian Gray, Dorian Gray, Dorian Gray. This would have been really fun. I can remember the name of that. Like, yeah, it's, it's a reverse Dorian Gray. The picture <laughs> stays young, and I get old. Yeah, that's called that's, that's called that's normal life. life. That's what that's, happens. That's, that's what that's the the painting doesn't change. That's what portraits are. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Are you saying stay the same? I'm sorry. Are you saying that I don't have magic powers <laughs> and I just sit for a lot of paintings? That's <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but you don't understand. Each one captures me as I am at that moment. <laughs> yes, you're describing paintings. Yes, that's what it is. Yes. I so don't magically. Get it. Magically, the painting steals my youth as I age. No, you're just, you know what? Forget it, Maggie. Anyway. Uh, but look, this one's in front of a waterfall. Well, yes, they can paint whatever they want in the background. Uh, anyway, uh, it is late September. I probably should be getting back to school. <laughs> All I needed was a friend to lend a guiding hand. But you turned into a lover and mother So those are points two and three about the fact that this is Buster Bluth telling this story. <laughs> he needs a hand, and his real conflict between lover and mother are, I mean, that is the Buster Bluth trifecta. Don't even try it. Don't even wow. try it. Okay, that was great. That was great. That caught me off guard. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> kind of sounds like you're dating mom. Starting to feel yeah. that way. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I think that might have that that one little those two words there might have might have been why I thought this somehow was related to his mother, which. Um, I'm just going to say right here, we don't have to say anything more. Opens up all kinds of icky avenues that we do not need to go down. But <laughs> No. Um, I, what I think it does. Do you want a, an, an extra point? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
in Arrested Development, Buster was dating Lucille too. Yes. Uh-huh. As played by Liza Minnelli. Yes. Uh-huh. Whose full name is Liza May Minnelli. <gasps> oh, there you go. Oh, that I didn't know. Perfect. This is yep. amazing. This is. I love it. Amazing. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I thought you were just. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna tell me that like he dated Liza Minnelli. It, Liza Minnelli's character. I was gonna be like Michael. Uh, don't try and mansplain arrest development to me. <laughs> no, I was just trying to anyway. look for a segue where we could talk about cabaret for a little while. Oh, it's always there. Um, what I so I think I think there's a couple of things when it's when he says, "But you turn into a lover, and mother, what a lover you wore me out." I think there's that's obviously wordplay. I think it is in there to try and give a sense of age gap. Yes, I do think that's that as well. Like this is not it's not like this is a 20 something and he is 19. This is like somebody in their late 30s, early 40s. And he is 19 or 20. He's Um, alluding to you're old enough to be my mother. That's what he. Yeah, that's enough. It's enough of a gap that that's that's what he said. That's what I think. I mean, it's obviously the play of like, holy mother. Right. Like that, too. Right. Oh, absolutely. But um, the idea of all I needed was a friend to lend a guiding hand. You mean in like showing him the ways of the world or was he really just like, did this start out as just friends? Right. I mean, it's, I, you know, I don't know. I guess that's kind of why I was asking, how did we get here? Right. Because if all he wanted was a friend uh, to lend a guiding hand, like it's weird that he somehow ended up with a woman 20 years older than him. You right. know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Like what, 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 how did this get started? I guess. Um, yeah, because again, cause he's him saying I was, all I knew was a friend, but you turned into a lover. Right. So I guess that wasn't originally his intention mm-hmm. at least, or that was not like, you know what I mean? That's not how this started. Well, he needed a friend um, and she didn't want to feel alone. Right. So it seems like it started, it did start, I guess casually and innocently enough and then developed right. into actual feelings right or romantic exactly. feelings or, or or is it that uh he needed all i needed was a friend to lend a guiding hand like um they thought like he thought it was going to be this one-off thing but then she became like a full-time lover not a part-time lover a full-time lover right you know, where it was like, oh, it's a, a, a one and done situation where we're just friends with benefit. Just one benefit. <laughs> one goal. Benefit. Well, but, two. One is my jokes. Right. And, <laughs> and two is the casual sex. So yeah, right. and who knows why I keep showing up? It, it's probably the jokes. But um, right. <laughs> uh, but then I mean, but again, I think it's it could be that he thought it was going to be a one off thing. But then maybe she kept on coaxing him in and saying. Listen, just stay one more day. Just stay one more day. And then and then she's they're going to dinner parties and she's saying, This is my lover rod. Right. Exactly. Um yeah. I mean, I guess like one, you know, uh, maybe this is try to like maybe he's he said the thing about the sun in your face really shows your age. And he kind of saw her reaction to that. And uh-huh. so then like later he's just like, by the way. Just to be clear, 
you are great at sex. Like, just great at it. Like, oh, I mean, what a lover. Oh, my God. It's I mean, amazing how good you are. I don't have a lot of experience, but it's everything I expected it to be. I mean, again, I'm 20 years younger than you, and you are. I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I mean, right. I'm... I'm getting leg cramps over here. You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta, eat, I gotta eat bananas to get more potassium in between. Like, jeez, lady. So somebody give yeah. me a pitcher of Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, yeah. Um, and for the lady, a little moisturizer just for like around the eyes. Yeah. Surround the eyes, like you know, just like 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 a like a like a face mask, like a night. You know what I mean? Like you just yeah. put on a little. I'm just saying, just a little. Anti puffy. You know? Maybe less salt in your diet. Anyway, you're great. Anyway, lover. I'm gonna. Here's the thing. I'm gonna leave some samples for you. Uh, <laughs> you have my number. <sighs> um, yeah. I mean, I just again, I love the idea of just being like, look, I got, I gotta leave, and I gotta go back to school. If for nothing else, I am, I'm exhausted. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Maggie, you're gonna kill me. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, I'm just. You're like, wor- you're like, I'm like a dog. You're working me to death over here. Uh, <laughs> I gotta go this, between this and my pool responsibilities. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> I got no time to sleep. Oh my god. So, um, all right. So this, the, 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 we have a lot to to talk about in this next uh, two lines because he says, "All you did was wreck my bed." And in the morning, kick me in the head. Oh, Maggie, I couldn't have tried anymore. Listen, good for them. I mean, if, if, <laughs> hey, God if they literally bless, if they literally broke the bed. Yep. Uh, I mean, God bless. Awesome. And listen, yeah, yeah. morning kick in the head. Uh, I'm not going to kink shame. Who cares? Whatever, whatever <laughs> works for you. It goes. <laughs> yeah. You think that's your thing? Yeah. Yeah. Either that or it was like, oh my God, you're still here and she kicks him. Well, right. that's, I, well, think, that I think it is that. I think she's like, she's like, now go clean my pool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like at night, they are, at night, they're simpatico, but in the morning, clearly he looks at her and goes, ugh. And then maybe she's right to kick him in the head because every morning he right. goes, you know what? Can we shut the blinds? <laughs> <laughs> and she says, I so will just... kick you right in the head. Right. Hair up, glasses off. Right. <laughs> Did we try hair down? Glasses on? <laughs> um, no, I didn't want to make this a whole Arrested Development episode, but I was going to no, say, when they said in the morning, kick me in the head, I, I was going to say, oh, we're into all sorts of freaky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she also could be like, you know, the, the kick in the head in the morning thing. She, you know, she could be like, hey, um, so I guess this is your, your first time with casual sex because uh, you're supposed to sneak out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. while I'm sleeping. Yeah. You're not supposed to be here when I wake up. That's how this works. This so. is not a, like, let's go to breakfast situation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Um, I mean, I would do the walk of shame, but it's my house. So you're the one who's going to have right. to, you're going to have to leave. So, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, Also, so, all mm-hmm. you did was wreck my bed. That changes everything. Are they at, like, his parents' house? In his, like bedroom does he have a place off campus and they're living off campus i always i always imagined in his in her in her home yeah maybe it is a joe gillis norman desmond sunset boulevard situation where he's just 
he's there. He has a room in her yeah. house. Maybe. Maybe. And I mean, maybe the first time, like maybe the first time is in his dorm room or whatever. And then, and then after that first time, that's how she lures him back to wherever <laughs> she is. <laughs> is this his roommate's mother? Maybe it's his, oh, <laughs> it's his roommate's like mother. That. And his roommate is like, man, Rod's not here anymore. So I get <laughs> twice the bed. My mom hasn't also, my, been calling me as much. I know. <laughs> it's really working out great. Kid has no idea. Oh, man. All you did I mean, was you wreck think... my bed. You were supposed to wreck all of these beds. <laughs> right. This is a bed wrecking factory. Um, we, we make splinters I mean, here. <laughs> I mean, if this is, if this is, if this is his roommate's mother, I mean, did Rod not even get past, like, move-in day? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like... He met the mom and that was it. He was yep. gone. He didn't, he didn't even get to a class. <laughs> yep. I think so. That's that's why he's like, when he's like, it's late September. It's like, yeah, it's been two weeks. I met you two <laughs> weeks ago. Um, His roommate's just like, there's just like a box of blacklight posters. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with these. No, I don't know. A couple of lava lamps. Like, do I, do I throw them out? This guy's not coming I mean, back. I mean, Maggie, you, you wrecked my bed. Hold on, let me call my roommate and see if I can get my, my old bed back. What? No? You're using Okay, never mind. Well, I guess I'm sleeping on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm out of beds. I'm officially yep. out of beds. Um, you led me away from home because you didn't want to be alone. You stole my heart. I couldn't leave you if I tried. This, the, so, this is already, it's crumbling. Yeah. Whatever, whatever, whatever he was. Yeah. Whatever resolve he had when this conversation started. It, do you think also do you think Maggie has said a word at this point or is this just been like no just a fire hose coming out of him? I think she's looking at him like she's just sitting up in bed one eyebrow yeah. raised just listening <laughs> to this younger man just collapse in front of her right. and just like you know like like uh in, how do you, I don't even know how to explain this to people <laughs> like an excellent type situation with yeah, her fingers exactly you know <laughs> Yeah, yeah, where she's yeah. just like, this is hilarious that you're going through this, right? Because I don't think that um, she's, I, I don't think she's sympathetic to him, is what I was. No, say. I guess what I'm asking is, is she, is this what she wants, or she's like, oh, you're getting too clingy, like I'm gonna have to end this. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think it doesn't matter to her. Okay, it doesn't. His being in love with her doesn't affect her uh, outlook on the relationship. Or how the relationship affects her, because I can't. I can imagine her being like, "I'm going out, Rod," and him being like, "Where are you going?" And she just turns and says, "Well, that's none of your business, is it?" And he says, "Okay, right. have fun." Yeah, you're Let killing me, explain me on to you the what inside. This relationship is Rod. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, have fun. I'm just gonna be in here crying on the inside. Right. Okay, that's that's your prerogative. I don't know what to tell you. Do that, do that, but also make sure the pool's closed up. By yes. The time I get back. <laughs> it's supposed to storm. I suppose I could collect my books and get on back to school. I'll steal my daddy's cue and make a living out of playing fool. Or find myself a rock and roll band. Blind as-
Now we got two qualifiers. I suppose I could, right? Yeah. Because before he was like, I really should be back at school. Yeah. But now he's like, I, I mean, I guess maybe I kind of sort of could, like, if I, if I could look around and find my books, I'm not really sure where they are, but if I could find them, then I guess I could go back to school. Well, he brought his books to her house. Right. Yeah. This opens a lot of questions of, like, what exactly is, what's going on here? Yep. <laughs> like, where are his books? <laughs> Why are they not <laughs> at school, I guess? Or, I mean, maybe at their parents' house? You know what I mean? Like, what? how did- They're wherever he how left did, them. How did we get here, I guess, is the question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So then, I suppose I collect my books and get them back to school. Um, or steal my daddy's cue and make a living out of playing pool. Why is that, like, always the second thing- that people right. think of. Like, I'm either going to stay on the straight and narrow <laughs> or I'm going to make a living out of pool. The Hustler is not a, 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 not a how-to movie. Yeah. Well, a lot of people want to just make a living out of playing pool. This is the kind of thing, like, in movies and songs where people just say. And I'm like, is it, like, have you played a lot of pool? You know what I mean? Like, is this guy yeah. good at pool? I guess is my question. Like, where did that come from? I guess his dad was like a famous pool hustler. I know. That, that he, his dad has a cue that he could see. He can't even buy his own cue. I know. I also, I, it's, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This is a whole um, backstory to this character that we have not been made aware too. of. Right. No. Oh, maybe they met at a pool hall. Oh, maybe. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, does his dad have like a special cue that helps him? You know what I mean? Like, why can't he just buy his own? I don't think like a cue for like a pool table is, you know, it's not particularly expensive. It's not like a motorcycle or something. He's got the fanciest of pool cues. That's what I'm saying. Or maybe just. It does make it seem like maybe his father is a pool player. Right. And unless you want like the pool cue motorcycle bundle, then it's a little bit more expensive. Sure. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess I, again, like, why does he need to steal his father's cue? Unless it's just to screw over his dad. I also feel like maybe we're, yeah. there's, there's a whole backstory to here. We're in there, too. too. We're in, yeah, that, yeah. in that, uh, in that realm. Um, but then his third option is, or find myself a rock and roll band that needs a helping hand. I um, can clean their pools, too. I can clean, yeah, I can clean. I can clean what if he's pools. like, you know, I've cleaned a lot of pools. So I could probably play pool. I probably play pool, right? <laughs> and she's like, she's it's like, not, oh, Rod, uh, Rod, Rod, it is not the I... same thing. Uh, what What do you think playing pool means? Like, you know, you're like Marco Polo, <laughs> and then uh, do some chicken fights. around a little bit. Also, this is not New England. I can't tell you. This is we play snooker here. Everybody knows yeah. that. It's totally different. Nobody plays pool. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. You're not in the Northeast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't tell you. I don't care what Dan thinks. i uh one time i had a layover in amsterdam the amsterdam (laughs) airport and uh it was like a six hour layover and uh me and the person i was traveling with sat in the bar in the airport drinking beer and watching snooker um in (laughs) whatever language they speak in amsterdam i'm sorry everyone i'm sorry i don't know uh things about the world but uh it was very fun because we did not we don't know how snooker works and also we don't understand what they were saying so it was just a lot of us being like Oh, he seems mad. Something <laughs> happened. So, so that was he's a bad not snooker. happy. That was a yeah, bad he snooker. Yeah, he did not. 
he did not that did not snook the way he thought it might. <laughs> uh that was rough for him. Sad snook. Um, Sad snook. Does Rod I mean I know in real life obviously he does. But in in the context of the song, does Rod play an instrument when he says a helping hand or is he going to be a roadie? I thought it was to be a roadie. Yeah. I, I think thought so too. it was to like run away and be a roadie. That's what I thought. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That feels like the 70s equivalent of, of running away and joining the circus, right? Is you yeah. run away oh, and yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a roadie for a rock and roll band. You just well, run with up the costumes that they wore in the 70s. It's pretty much sure. the same. Yeah, you, I think you yeah, just run exactly. up to them and you're like, hey, can I help you with that amp? And then next thing you know, you're writing for Rolling Stone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how it works. That's how it I'm works. Sure that's how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, uh, the, he's got a lot of choices before him. I mean, he's got a lot of options. Well, three. Yeah. Four, because the fourth one is just to stay here with Maggie. Yeah. I guess he's like a kept man, right? She's like feeding him and sure. buying him clothes and stuff. He could just stay here forever, I guess. Yeah. Well, this is also, I think there's a rule in 70s rock and roll songs um, where you have to mention rock bands or being a part of a rock band or wanting to be in a rock band. Yes. Yes. Well, we've talked about that before that like when musicians write about normal people, they're like, everyone's in a rock band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's a normal job that like pretty much everyone has, right? Is is being, you know, a, a rock and roll star. Uh I want to relate to normal people. So I'll talk about, you know, being a big rock star. It's <laughs> like everyone else is. for everyone out there. <laughs> totally. So yeah, yeah. I think a lot of times musicians just you know, again, much like everyone in a Stephen King novel is a writer. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just it's just the first it's just the first thing they think of because um, they're musicians. So, um, okay. Well, after giving her some choices of what he can do, uh, it start it starts it 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 gets both rough rougher on her and a little more pitiful on him. Yeah. He says, "Oh, Maggie, I wish I'd never seen your face." At least you in the a... daylight, am I right? Right, right. Am okay. I right, ladies? Okay. Am I it's just one no, lady? Just here from the fellas. It's just one yeah. lady. It's just me, Maggie May. Also, I'm me. not going to lie to you. That one's the best one you've had so far. I was. Yeah. <laughs> it it was hurtful, but if I'm being perfectly honest, that one that one worked. That, that one, one, I think. That one you can keep in the tight five. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that should go in the normal rotation. Yeah. When you when you're trying out for Fallon, use that one. Uh, <laughs> What if, what if, like, just stand up and just like, all right, so I'm going to do uh, tight five. This is all about my girlfriend that you guys don't know. Uh, <laughs> but trust me, these jokes are really funny. Um, so I wish I'd never seen your face. You made a first class fool out of me, but I'm as blind as a fool can be. You stole my heart, but I love you anyway. Oh, he's all what over the What if she just place? says to him, you know, before you met me, you were a second class fool. So, right, exactly. Ooh, that'd be a great line. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah now i want out. now i want to make somebody a first class fool so i can use that line michael <laughs> you're welcome yeah well say um, apologize to the to the man <laughs> who i make a first class fool out of <laughs> um uh, yeah he's just grasping he at his emotions right now right he's because it's i wish i never seen your face so he's like kind of angry and forlorn about that He's defiant. He's saying, you made a first-class fool out of me, but it doesn't matter because I'm blind to it. You stole my heart, but I love you anyway. He's all over the place with this. He does not know what to do. 
She's 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 got him. Whatever she wants him for, she's got him. Yeah. Or she's keeping him prisoner. One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. Just at the end, you hear like him like trying to saw away at the chains. Like I got it. Yeah. Um. So that's it. Then there's then there's uh a, a instrumental interlude. It says here. Yeah, uh, a mandolin. I'm mandolin solo yeah um very nice and then the outro he says maggie i wish i'd never seen your face which means he's not leaving yeah one of these days he'll go yeah but it ain't today not today satan (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah or or yesterday, Satan, as in Satan is, <laughs> yeah, is Maggie. Yeah, May. um, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I I I I love it because I you know again I think he's he's like he's he's he gets his his nerve up. He's really gonna do this. He's gonna break this off. He's gonna go back to school, and then within like four lines, yeah. it is completely crumbled. And by the end, he's basically like begging her. <laughs> to like let yeah. let him stay, you know what I mean. At the end of this, this last line, I'll get on back home one of these days, is just said by him, curled up in the fetal position at the foot of the bed. Right. I'll exactly. get on back home one of these days. Sure you will. Yeah. Sure yeah. you will. I mean, Rod, if you keep laying at the end of the bed, that's why I kick you in the head, dude. I know. It's, <laughs> I can't help it if you're down there. Also, we're low on chlorine, so <laughs> you could go. Uh, if you could go get you some more, thank you. Run down to the store and get that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, all right. Any other last thoughts? I think on this during that inter, uh, instrumental interlude, the thing that makes him change his mind, decide he's going to stay. Maggie just turns to him and just says, "Okay, then go." And she's like, yeah. "He's like, no, oh, no, yeah. no, that's yeah, fine. That's right. That's exactly ah. right, Michael. This whole time <laughs> she's been silent, one eyebrow raised, and then she says that line exactly, and that's it." He's, and she's definitely slipping tea as she says that. Yeah, that he made yeah. her. Well, he yeah, he ran and got her. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> when no, he yeah. wakes up, I brought you some tea. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's do Expanded Universe. Expanded Universe. So is this a response song to We'll Sing in the Sunshine? Mm. interesting she says i will never love you she says it right up front and he right. can't take the hint so yeah. he 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 broke the one rule of singing in the sunshine <laughs> which is never fall in love and this is and this is what happens when that happens right right and, she, and yeah. we'll sing in the sunshine she says you'll often talk about me yep yeah yeah see so is it you think this is like the other side of the conversation or like this is like this is after the years. I think this is when we're getting towards like the end of the year. And maybe she's or like halfway through. Right. Right. And he's he's starting to lose it. He's starting yeah, to lose yeah. it because he's falling in love and he's or he's fallen in love, but she's not wavering. Right. So she's saying you knew what this was. You know what this was. So that line of fine go is. I mean, not that that's actually in the 
it's not it's not in the song, <laughs> but it is now, people. Um yeah. <laughs> is 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 her side of it. That's the Will Sing of the Sunshine is my my stance has always been we will be together for a year, but I will never love you. And best if you don't love me. Well, I mean, this is, is this um, the guy from Wake Up Little Susie who, who's all grown up now? Well, I because and has fallen in love with an older woman be, just, only just because I I guess he wakes people up. That, he just makes everybody <laughs> fall asleep. Or I was thinking, or I was thinking, is this taking place in the same movie theater as Wake Up Little Susie, and all the women are just passing out? <laughs> this is just where people come. Oh, so that their okay. Women can fall asleep. Okay, you think do you think they're in the movie theater? Yeah. When he's like, when when the other guy's like, wake up, little Susie, we got to go home. He's like, wake up, Maggie, I got something to say to yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then and then somewhere Green Day says, oh, just wake me up when September ends. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You think um, if they stay together for a couple of years, this ends up being taken on the run, where he just keeps confronting her about um, like. People she's she's having an affair with. It could be, yeah. It could. That she's just like I've been very clear about what this is. Right. She's just openly moved on, and he's still (laughs) still clinging, (laughs) still clinging to this. So, how about this? Heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who heard it from my college roommate. Yeah. Right. Uh, I know we know we don't know how they met. Maybe they met because he was coming over to tell her what a lovely daughter she had. Yeah. And he and Mrs. Brown got very closer. Maggie Mae Brown. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. She's like, well, you know what? Don't worry about her. Maybe uh, maybe you and I could spend some time together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I say, say spend time together, I mean the way the Rolling Stones said it on Ed Sullivan. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, it's the cleaned up version. So, like, yeah, in a very yeah. censored way. Yes. Right, exactly. That's right. But, <laughs> you know, if, spend some it, time together in a way that will appease um, <laughs> sponsors. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I like that. Um, I mean, it could be, well, yeah, I guess, I was going to say, is this Sylvia's mother? But I think Mrs. Brown, just because, you know. They're very British, so I think that... And they're face-to-face. Sylvia's mother, they're on the lines phone. Lines up. That's true. Well, I didn't necessarily mean it was the guy from Sylvia's mother. I just meant Sylvia's mother. It's like, well, now that now that my kid's out of the house, oh. uh, <laughs> I got to find some yeah. stuff to do, gotcha. you know? Yep. So, yeah. but yeah. yeah. I need a hobby. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, if Rod does leave, I mean, will he be a lonely boy? That's, I mean, it's a good, you know, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's young. I think he will so. be. It will be a lonely boy. I think, as always, they meet up on the cheating side of town. And... Sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. Sure. Maybe. I mean, there is a question, but I think there's generally a question, not to undercut your uh, point here, Michael, but I think there's a question, is, is either of them cheating? Right, that's true. No, I don't think I mean, so. I mean, I think Maggie's probably unattached one way or another. Yeah. Or I think she's, like, you know? thrice divorced. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's That's very possible. Yeah. No, I don't so. think either one of them's cheating, but I feel like... You know. But that's where the that's just where the pool hall is, just for zoning. <laughs> yeah, it's just easier. You gotta you have the pool hall in the just cheating easier. side of town. A relationship yeah, yeah. where one person is desperately unhappy is always going to be on the cheating side of town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I great. mean, maybe at some point. Well, we were talking about like, did 
did they meet at a movie theater or something like that? Maybe they watched mm. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mm. And, oh, okay. And he's yeah, like, like you remember we, we saw Breakfast at Tiffany's and, and that was a great day. And she was like, I, I think I remember it. I guess. Well, yeah. we got that. We got that. Yeah. <laughs> and she's okay. like, yeah, that's one, that is one thing we've got. Yeah, it's the one thing we got. So. All right. Well, I think we can we can leave it there. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we come back, we're talking about the history of this song with Story Behind the Story. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, guys, there's no question that the last few years have been a bit rough. Maybe you're feeling scared or anxious or confused, and you just need someone to talk to. Heck, it would be weirder if you didn't. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is, therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, or you're not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really all about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And as a special offer to Story Song Podcast listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash storysong, all one word. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash story song. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey, audience, wake up. I think I got something to say to you, which is that we're back. <laughs> uh, and it's time for a story behind the story. How did this story come to be? But before we do that, mm-hmm. real quick, we have another five-star review. Woo-hoo! 
on That's Apple Podcasts, Yay. but not, not any Apple Podcasts. This one's from the jolly old England. That's right. Version of Apple Podcasts. Maybe it was left by Rod Stewart. Oh, oh that'd be interesting. As, as I discovered on this episode was British. Um, and you can tell it, that. you could tell it's from uh, Apple Podcasts in the UK because it's spelled P O D O U C A S T. They're just shoving U's into yeah. every word. So this comes from Podnose underscore Productions. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's uh, yeah, that sounds just like it's pronounced. Um, <laughs> so a great, fun, nonsensical podcast. That's the headline. That's us. Uh, couldn't agree with you more. Five stars. <laughs> As an ex-radio broadcaster, I found this podcast fun. I used to host a radio show called "The Story Behind the Song," mm. in which we were told the re- in which we told the real story behind those classic songs. This is way more fun. This re- the ridiculous imagination really adds to the experience of enjoying reminiscing about songs. Well done, guys. Neil from Podnose Podcasting. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Neil. Neil. Um, Means a lot. We have a lot of connections yeah. there, Neil. Absolutely. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, if you would like your five-star review right on the show, uh, what you should do is go to Apple Podcasts in whatever country yeah. you happen to <laughs> we'll be We'll find in. it. Uh, we, we'll, uh, <laughs> they'll let us know. But leave a five-star review. Uh, on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser or Good Pods or anywhere that you listen to podcasts and you can leave a review and uh, we will read it on the show if you do. Thank you again, Neil. Okay. Mm-hmm. From one Brit to another. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about brother of John, Roderick Stewart. <laughs> John Stewart. Okay. Got, um, it. got it. Got it. <laughs> Took a minute, but I got it. Uh, <laughs> Rachel, take yeah. it away. Tell us the story of this story song. Well, Maggie May was written by Rod Stewart and writing partner Martin Quittenton. Quittenton, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's a very British name. I was going to say. Uh, you really can't. <laughs> really dialing up the British there. And it was released in, uh, it was released in 1971 for, uh, oh my God, I almost said John Stewart. How dare you, Dan? <laughs> uh, now it's in your head. Uh, for Rod Stewart's 1971 album, Every Picture Tells a Story. Oh, nice. The song, get ready, is autobiographical. Drop the hammer. I love it. I had no idea. Autobiographical, it. and it tells the story of Rod Stewart losing his virginity <laughs> to an older woman at a jazz festival. It's like his superhero origin story. I swear. I, I mean, that it. is the perfect line for talking about how Rod Stewart lost his virginity. Right. An older woman at a jazz festival. Say no more. We know right. who you're going to turn into. Exactly. He said. And also like not a, uh, not, not a perfect story for like what? Like the mid sixties. I assume yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Jazz festival, older women, oh, you yeah. know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh Yeah. He said that afternoon we he said about it that afternoon we snuck into the festival through a large runoff pipe and eventually made our way to a beer tent. There I met an older woman who he says who was something of a sexual predator. Okay. This is from okay. his uh his autobiography. He said one thing led to the next and we ended up nearby on a secluded patch of lawn. Now, I just want to quickly go from the woman's point of view, okay? Uh-huh. Uh here's a young man uh who smells like a sewer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who is uh, drinking beer at an outdoor jazz festival? And she's like, 
This I gotta get. I gotta break off a hunk of this. Yeah, this is what I need right now. The, boy, the man of my dreams. <laughs> this is like if in the beginning, in the middle of uh, Shawshank Redemption, at the end, yeah. of, at the end of Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> he got out of that sewage tank and then he went to a yeah. jazz festival. Right. That's, that's how. That's what happened. Basically, what happened. That's yeah. basically what happened. So, um, so the song was uh, recorded in only uh, two takes. Except for the symbols, apparently the drum kits for the session but had been set up without symbols, so they had to overdub the symbol crashes later at some point. So. <laughs> the um, poor drummer is just like hitting the air. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, he's like, wait, something, one- something is missing. What is? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right. Like I, I, kinda, I know I, there's supposed to be something here, and I just can't think of what it is. I believe I hitting in the air symbols. Yeah. Yes, ding, ding, ding. symbols. Right. Ding ding. Um, <laughs> I believe it. I believe it was two takes, uh, and I mean that in a good way. It has a very loose, like spontaneous feel. Yeah, that I think really helps the song. Yeah, it almost feels it like doesn't, it's it doesn't feel live. overthought. No, no, yeah. no, no. Um, uh, just to go back for a minute. You know, some people think that Maggie May is about him. Some people had said like it's about him losing his virginity to a prostitute. The reason they think that is be- it's not about a prostitute. The reason they think mm-hmm. that is because there is a traditional folk song called Maggie May that's from mm-hmm. Liverpool about a prostitute who robs a sailor, a homeward bounder, they call it. Um, the Beatles recorded a version of that song for Let It Be, and apparently Rod Stewart was singing the song or listening to the song when he came up with the idea for his song, Maggie May. So mm-hmm. the woman he was with was not named Maggie May, nor was she a prostitute. It's just that these two songs live together in perfect harmony right so um i love it yeah it's great uh so maggie may was like we we talk about this a lot maggie may was actually the b-side to the song reasons to believe Mm -hmm. but once radio stations turned that record over and started playing it it became a big hit a big big hit um, just say, just a, well, just a classic. Nobody knows what they're doing situation. Yeah, like yeah. Just everybody, like no, no, nobody knows what's gonna work. Well, <laughs> like, why yeah, is it yeah. a B side? Why is it a B side? That's right. that sounds great. Well, and the funny, the funny thing too is, I mean, reasons to believe is a great song. Sometimes mm-hmm. we do this, and and the A side is like the, a real snoozer. But right. reasons or to a believe song that is you've a, never heard of, right? right. Reasons like to they believe were both is, hits. Yeah. But but Maggie May, I mean, became a huge hit, huge hit. Uh, on the album version, there's actually a 30 second solo guitar intro called Henry, which was composed by Martin. Um, it's not on the, uh, it's not on the radio cut, so the radio edit. So you just hear the mandolin come in at first. But there is this sort of classical, what sounds like a classical guitar solo in the beginning. Hmm. Um, it's nice. I think it would have been funny if um, a DJ at the time was just like, and now we're going to listen to Reasons to Believe instrumental. What is that? <laughs> oh, I guess there's, a, right. there's another uh, Maggie see. May. All right, yeah. we'll listen to this. See how that goes. <laughs> mm. Like songs about prostitutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was really uh, hoping for an instrumental version of the song I just listened to. Oh, yeah. Um. So the song was Rod Stewart's first solo hit. We'll talk a little bit later. Um, I wrote in my notes that it was his first big hit after leaving his band Faces, but that's not really, that's not the case, and I'll tell you why later. But but this song definitely launched his solo career. Mm-hmm. It's been on 
nearly every compilation that he has put out, and it's one of his most famous and longstanding songs. Uh, one great version is his acoustic version in his 93 MTV Unplugged performance, where he played it with uh, X-Face's bandmate, Ronnie Wood. Mm. Uh, that also, by the way, MTV Unplugged, that MTV Unplugged is a classic, the Rod yeah. Stewart one, and it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually not I, the, a huge Rod Stewart fan, but he can get your f- toes a tapping. <laughs> I love, I, I'd love to look at a list of all the people who did Unplugged back in the day, because... <laughs> It is it is an eclectic list. It is. Uh to say the least. Uh LL Cool J. Well, as I was saying, there's the people you would expect. Your, you know, your Nirvana's, your Pro Jams, your Stone Temple Pilots, etc. Yeah. But then yeah, there's like your LL Cool J's, your Ten Thousand Maniacs. Ten Thousand Maniacs. Tony Bennett. It's just, just interesting who they pick. It's weird. All. It's a weird mix. Eric Clapton. A, I mean, the Eric Clapton one, forget it, was please. So the song hit number one in the UK and it stayed there for five weeks and it stayed on the US charts for six weeks. It became uh, very big. It is, uh, it, it also hit uh, number one on the Hot 100 on Cashbox, UK singles, Canada, and Australia. Uh, and it also charted in Ireland, Netherlands, New Zealand, Germany, and Switzerland. Um, I was going to make a Switzerland joke about. But I, I okay about, about being about being neutral. I was yeah. gonna say, but they're you know it kind of hit midway for them. They're like, yeah. They were like, it's okay. It's okay. I, you know, I think both Rod and Maggie have good points. Is what I would <laughs> yeah. say as a Swiss person. Um, the song is well revered, well loved. It has it has landed on Rolling Stone's top five hundred best songs of all times. Every every time it's gone through. Right now, in the most recent version of the 500 best songs, it hit number 141. So it's it's well loved. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. Dan, not stop bad for a saying B-side. it's not bad for a B side. Not bad. <laughs> not bad for a B side. That's our. That's the name that's of our true. book coming out. Not bad for a B side. <laughs> yeah. Um, copyright. That's a pretty good line. That's actually a pretty good name for a title for a book. So, <laughs> if you don't know, uh, Rod Stewart is British. Um, he's also had a long career. So, again, uh, the caveat we always have, I'm not going to say much about Rod Stewart because there's so much to say. Sure. But I will say this. As I said in, in the last portion of our show, he is almost, you know, obnoxiously British. Not obnoxiously. That's not the word I'm looking for. <laughs> no, it can Famous, be obnoxiously British. He's famously British. Yeah. Sir Roderick David Stewart was born January 10th, 1945. Now, here's the thing. Yes. That sir means that he is a knight. Yes. Right. And he, not only is he a, an amazing musician, mm-hmm. but you guys, he killed a dragon. And I just, he I can't believe it. He a dragon. <laughs> just unbelievable. He's really good. I, I mean, I've not checked, but I assume that's what it takes to become His a His work right? in the Crusades yeah. is phenomenal. That or a giant. Yes. I think one yeah, of the two. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's but right. I'm always the last time I saw a giant. So we well, also had to take a sword uh, that was that was stuck in a stone, and he had mm-hmm. to. 
That's, no, no, that's still- only your, that's only for the king, Michael. No, no, no. Uh, king. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, for yeah. a knight, you got to kill a dragon. You got to bring home. You got to bring the king the heart of a dragon. That you gotcha. Slay. There you go. That's I think how it works. And you are required so. to wear a suit of armor at all times. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Well, if you go back yeah, and yeah. watch his MTV Unplugged, he's wearing yeah. a suit of armor. <laughs> He's yeah. like, bag, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm trying to play the guitar. It's just really hard. This is really heavy, you guys. You know what? I, and you know what, guys? That doesn't even work because he wasn't even a knight at that point. So oh, he was okay. just wearing that suit of armor for fashion at that point. So. Right. Exactly. Well, you know, they say dress for the job you want. Yep. So. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. So. Who are you uh, wearing? Um, <laughs> I guess, like, steel. Right. <laughs> uh uh, blacksmith, I guess. Yeah. Um, Iron. I don't. Mm. Yeah. Iron Age. <laughs> Iron uh, Age. Growing up, uh, growing up, his family was big into football. What the rest of the world calls mm. football, what throwing, we call soccer. Throwing the all pigskin around. No, <laughs> nope. I refuse to. Nope. Sorry. Sorry, and- ugly American here. <laughs> no. So, and yeah. he he did have some ambition to be a footballer. Uh, he even mm-hmm. went out for trials in a third division club, Brentford FC. You know, mm. good old Brentford FC. Love there was him. a rumor that he had made the team and decided to not join the team. But in 2012, he set the record straight and said that they never even contacted him after the trials. So uh-huh. everybody's just m- making it up. At that <laughs> point, <laughs> uh, in his autobiography, he said, well, a musician's life is a lot easier and I can also get drunk and make music and I can't do that and play football. Because as we all know, soccer players, football players, Never get drunk, I'm sure. No. 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 Well, no, I mean, no. let's be honest. You think it's hard to play the guitar in a suit of armor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, drive playing Tiger. <laughs> it was really just about the clothing. Uh, so, talking about his first time performing on stage, uh, he told Rolling Stone, it was at a place called The Twisted Wheel in Manchester. I was in Long John Baldry's Hoochie Coochie Men. Good. <laughs> Very British. And I did a song called Nighttime is the Right Time. You know that song. Uh, I was only 18 or 19, and one of the older guys gave me a black pill called the Black Bomber. Being young and gullible and indestructible, I took it, and I made this one song last half an hour. I just wouldn't get off the microphone and kept singing the same verse over and over. <laughs> so <laughs> everything about Rod Stewart's early life just leads to him being Rod Stewart. You know? Yeah. Uh, um, so that I mean, sounds that sounds delightful. It definitely sounds like a thing that you want to be in the audience for. Oh, I'm sure the <laughs> the patrons of the Twisted Wheel were like, yeah. "This is the last time I go see Long John Baldry's Hoochie Coochie Man." <laughs> <laughs> so someday that someday that man will be a knight. That's right. Yeah, he's. He's gonna- like, look, it took me two hours to get the suit of armor on. <laughs> I'm staying on stage for at That's least a right. half hour. You make this count. Everybody. Also, lo- I I physically can't get off stage. Right, right. So. <laughs> I might as well just sing. <laughs> I got to get home to my cartoon dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna skip forward. He has a music video where it's cartoon. He's got a, I, there's a I cartoon know, dog. I know. Okay. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Yep, yep. That's a great song too, by the way, and a great. Yeah. It's a great uh, video as well. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite videos. That's a great <laughs> video. Anyway. This is all over the place. So skipping forward, the song Maggie May comes at an interesting moment in Rod Stewart's career. At that time, he had two recording contracts. One was for his solo work on Mercury Records, which he received after the A&R man Lou Reznor saw him perform with the Jeff Beck group 
1968, which was one of his former groups that he was in with Jeff Beck and I believe with Ronnie Wood. The other contract was with the group Faces, whose most famous song, I would say, is Ooh La La. which Rod Stewart does not sing on. They were signed by Warner, and he joined them in uh, 1969. So they had, he had two, he had a solo contract and a um, contract with the band. Because of this unique setup, the members of Faces would also play on his solo albums, including on Maggie Mae. And they would even play Rod Stewart songs during their live shows, though it later became a point of great tension with some members of the band. They were sort of called a like Rod Stewart backing band. And that's not that's not a great thing. That's not a great mm. thing when you have faces, you know, when your faces and you have people in it. I mean, Ronnie Wood is in it. You know, what I mean, there's a lot of people in faces. It's not just some random people and Rod Stewart. And I'm not going to get into faces because just in case we do something of theirs. Uh, mm-hmm. But what I will say, again, I've said it a couple of times, is Ronnie Wood was in Faces. He was also, like I said, I, I think in Jeff Beck band, uh, group. And he, but he and Rod Stewart would write together. You know, in Faces, they would sort of break off into groups. And he and Ronnie Wood would, would be the ones who r- write together. Um, they ca- Oh, duh. Yes, they were in the Jeff Beck group. I was just hedging my bets, apparently. Uh, but he, they were in the Jeff Beck group. Then they came over to join Faces together. And they remained friends. And Rod Stewart has said previously that Wood's guitar playing is the best compliment to his singing. It's the reason why he played with him on his Unplugged. Um, It's very sweet. It's very nice. Mm, Nice. Just nice to have friends, you know? It is nice (laughs) to have friends. I think that's the big takeaway (laughs) from from this section. Anyway... Once the album Every Picture Tells a Story and Maggie May were released, Rod Stewart became a household name around the world. Like it, like mm. I said, it launched his career. And through that, it also helped the Second Faces album, Long Player, become a bigger hit. So he played his solo stuff and he played with Faces until 1975 when they broke up. At that point, Rod Stewart moved to L.A., and he released his album Atlantic Crossing on the Warner Brothers label, who he had gone over to after leaving Mercury. And his first single, Sailing, hit number one on the UK charts, and it remains his best-selling UK release. I am sailing stormy waters to be near you to be free the interesting thing about that is I had never heard that song before. It's not yeah. the song Sailing by Christopher Cross. Oh, it, it should be. Sailing takes me away On the Billboard Hot 100 alone, he has had four number one hits, 16 top 10 hits, and 52 songs that have charted. And he has four separate songs that became number one hits on the adult contemporary charts. Who wants mm-hmm. to guess his number one hits? For let's go with hot one hundreds. Go ahead, Michael. What'd you say? I'm trying to think of the name of the song. What was the is one Sing of them it. from Unplugged? Uh I'm looking for the year. 
No, I don't think so. Oh, uh, no. What was no. it? Uh, like, have I told you lately? That's on the adult contemporary. Yeah, that's on. But that was. Mm. Yeah, but it was 92. Well, I'm not going to guess. Yeah. Oh, was that his un unplugged? I thought his unplugged was 93. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Dan, do you have any I'm guesses? Not, I'm not going to guess. I just want to ask you guys a quick question. Yes. Uh, do you think I'm sexy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, wake up, Maggie. I, I got a question for you. <laughs> do you think I'm sexy? Uh, you know, it's funny. You could say. Just yes or no, then you go back to sleep. His, I will say this. I, I will put his, his four number one hits for Hot 100 into yeah. one sentence. Yeah. Wake up, Maggie May. Tonight's the yeah. night. Do you think I'm sexy? Because it's all for love. Hello. Oh, Hello. All for love. Oh, that I is did that. It. Um, With his, uh, that's the uh, Three Musketeers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, with him and Brian what? Adams. It only occurred to me now because I was trying to quickly go through his his uh, what would you call that songography? I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. uh, his catalog doesn't he have a song where he's like, "Do not don't say, oh yeah, in the morning, don't say you love me, or I'll only kick you out of the door." I just that just that's almost the opposite of Maggie May. He's the one who's like, not Karen, right? That's Rod Stewart, right? Am I crazy? I don't know. I was trying to put together the song you were saying. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Keep, oh, Downtown Train. Was that? So Adult Contemporary, uh, I will give you these, uh, was Have I Told You Lately? Oh, yeah. Stay With Me by Rod Stewart. Oh, okay. In the morning, don't say you love me because I only kick you out of the door. Oh, that's right. Don't say anyway. Yep. Yeah. I know that Go song. On. Yeah, that is, I guess, the, the opposite of Maggie Mae. So on the Adult Contemporary charts... The four songs were Have I, in no particular order, Have I Told You Lately, mm -hmm. This Old Heart of Mine. Oh, it's a great song. Downtown Train. Sure. That's which I feel like we song. spoke about when we, were talk when we talked about um, Tom Waits, right? The fact yeah, that that is a so. Tom Waits song, I was floored. And yeah. then his most recent uh, uh, adult contemporary number one, Let It Snow, Let It Snow in 2012. <laughs> That doesn't count. I mean, I know it counts, <laughs> oh, but it, it doesn't counts. count. Oh, it counts. So, um, is that a cover? <laughs> yeah. Now that that would have counted if it if it hit the charts in August. Then I would say just the short <laughs> right? sheer power of Rod Stewart got it up the charts. Then it counts. But yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, so as the years went on, the. Uh, Stewart changed with his fan base as his fan base aged and they kind of changed their, their sound and their, what they were listening to. He went from uh sort of new wave and disco to soft rock and standards. The albums you will recall that focused on the American songbook. They were huge. Those, those albums, oh, yeah. he had like, he three did like of four them. of them. Yeah. Like three or four of them. They were huge. Um, he, uh, uh, in all, he's released 31 studio albums, the most recent being The Tears of Hercules, which just released in November 2021. Uh, in 2003, I had no idea about this. In 2003, a musical featuring his music called Tonight's the Night opened uh, at London's Victoria Palace Theater. 
Uh-huh. That's all. I never heard of it. It was by the same people who did We Will Rock You, the Queen musical. Oh, really? Yeah. I had no idea. Huh. He's obviously received numerous awards and honors, including an induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 94, uh, the first Diamond Award for selling over 100 million records from World Music Awards, a Grammy wow. for Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album in 2005 for Stardust, The Great American Songbook, Volume, F- volume 3. The UK Music Hall of Fame in 2006. He was awarded the CBE in 2007. And he's a knight. He was appointed Knight Bachelor in 2016. Come on. Come on. Wow. And currently, like everyone, he is doing a Las Vegas residency <laughs> called Rod Stewart, The Hits. Oh, my God. Thank you for reminding me. I, guys, I got to get to my, my uh, residency. <laughs> I was forgot. Man. Man. Quick, someone get me my suit of armor. They're going to kill me over at the Stardust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, I'm at the one with the big cowboy. Is that one still around? <laughs> <laughs> he listen. He has a lot of incredible songs. Uh, he's got fans, very loyal fans. Mm-hmm. He wore a lot of leather pants. He probably still does. He did. He wore a lot of leather pants. And I <laughs> mm-hmm. one one iconic moment. Wasn't questioning I re- that remember was do you remember on the mtv unplugged when he sang reasons to believe i think and he cried that single tear i think that was have i told you lately what oh was it have i told you lately i think so i was trying to think because but reasons to believe he did more like a ballad on that didn't he i think so so anyway but yeah if it was have i told you lately but it was one of those i just remember mtv unplugged in a song he ended it with a single tear I was like, that, that's sticking in your mind. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I have for, for Rod Stewart. Um, there's a lot more to say, but this is not the last Rod Stewart song we will do, so we'll save it for later. Wow, that would sound like a threat. Um, <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right, well, thank you, Rachel. Thank you so much for that. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the lesson we learned from this song with Lessons Learned. Uh, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like us on Facebook. You'll get lots of great story song content, and we'll break up those crazy political posts from your uncle. Liking the Story Song Podcast on Facebook makes the world a better place for everyone. Except uncles. All right, we're back. It's time for Lessons Learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Michael, let's start with you. What lesson did you learn from Maggie May? Look, in the morning when you wake up and the morning light hits your face, yeah, sometimes you're going to look old and haggard and just terrible. Yeah. Best thing you could possibly do? Mm-hmm. Go to sleep in a suit of armor. Mm, yeah. It covers your yeah. face. It does. So uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. at least the reflection of the sunlight off the suit of armor will blind whoever is looking at you and they, they can't right. see if you look terrible. Some people, smart, yeah, some people smart. will say, 
and like the little thing, thing covers your face and it's great. I was gonna say, a lot of people say good thing for your skin, face mask. I say mask that covers your whole face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just put on that that helmet, that suit of armor. Then you don't helmet. have to worry about it. Yeah, I gotta worry about anything. No one knows what's going yeah. on under there. And also, everyone will think you've killed the dragon, so they'll stay away. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll get knighted. Who knows? If you if you do wear those like metal gloves, though, you just got to be careful when you like go to hit snooze on your alarm clock because <laughs> you could really ruin that alarm clock. Yeah, you're gonna need to yeah. get a couple alarm clocks. Um, I will say, speaking of sleeping, yeah. um, you know, a lot of studies about what's going to help you in the realm of academia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and nothing guys, nothing's going to beat the size of a bed. Okay. You really need, <laughs> you really need that extra room to stretch out, oh, get that yeah. sleep, get your eight hours. So look, if you have to get your roommate into a toxic relationship so that he leaves school and never <laughs> yep. comes back and then ends up becoming a pool hustler. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, push those beds together. That's, that's, you know, yeah. Uh, it's really gonna help. Do That's what must saying. be done. So, exactly. If you yep. want to, if you want to, I mean, look, you know, the 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 number of jobs are dwindling fast. So if you want to get that degree, uh, and uh, get out of school, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, straight A's, is that what they do in college? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you gotta get, you gotta push those beds together. It's the only thing yep. that's gonna work for you. Uh, Rachel, gold yes. stars. I think it's it's you get gold stars. Every that's time right. You, exactly. You pass a class. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Got a sticker. My lesson is about love, about when you find love. And I want to quote a poet, the poet Byron, Byron Buster Bluth. (laughs) You just grab that brownish area by its points and you don't let go no matter what your mom says. (laughs) And I think that really sums up this song. Sure. I think that's what he did. I love it. Because he is Buster Blue. So. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Oh, boy. I, how do I end this thing normally? I'm totally thrown <laughs> off now. Uh, no, that was great. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Story Song Podcast. If you could follow us on the socials like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and uh, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Good Pods, wherever you leave. Five-star review. Uh, we would appreciate it, and we will read it on the show. Uh, come back next episode uh, for another great dissection of a story song. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Cazell. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. Find him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at story song podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. The Story Song Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Go to pantheonpodcasts.com. Thanks for listening. It's the story It's water. I just had a bunch of uh, mucus in my throat, so I was trying to clear that out. Gross. Awesome. Well, I, that's why I didn't want to say anything, but I wouldn't <laughs> shut up. Okay. Forced your hand. <laughs> 
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.